Remember, it's always darkest right before it goes pitch black. Hey, welcome to A Piece of Chat, the podcast. My name is Lorelai, and this is my lovely husband, Phoenix, Phoenix, who wasn't ready, apparently, for the intro, but that's all right. So, kind of freestyle on this, really. Um, the topics that I had jotted down on the paper, kind of general topics we could talk about, one of the big things that's already dying out is the Area 51 raid, but that really can be mixed into just the group of the meme thing that's going on, how phenomenon, how crazy it's gotten. Also, with the Area 51 thing, do you think aliens exist? We could also go down into technology. Um, we could get a little bit real world, and we could talk about whether people are a commodity to be bought and sold, and how you feel about that, and, and, and the ins and outs of that. Um, the idea of Quit your job if you don't like it. You can always just get a better one, stuff like that. You know, you can just move on and do better digging deeper into that. Or the um, whole world is just going completely insane. So we have a few topics that we could bounce off of today. Do you have any place that you want to start? Um, we can start with uh, Area 51. Area or... 51, right? Yeah, Sounds I don't really like know much about it. Myself. There's not really a lot to know. So in a nutshell... It is some guy made an event on Facebook called uh, Let's Storm Area 51, They Can't Stop All of Us. And apparently it was such a ridiculously silly idea that people flocked to it and went crazy over it. It ended up being like two or three million people um, signed up for going or said they're interested. It just completely took over the whole internet for a while. There was millions of memes made about and it, it quickly shifted to let's just storm Area 51 to get the secrets to let's clap some alien cheeks. They wanted to free the aliens, then they wanted to molest them, and everybody was getting out of hand with it. There was even um, I'm sure more than a few um, separate chats made in other places there was a uh, Discord group that I was invited to, and there were people talking some seriously crazy stuff in there. Uh, that Discord ended up going down, and I just never really got back that into it, because once it got to the point to where they were literally showing that it got on the news, that was kind of cool, that was kind of funny, but then... They started talking about, like, the military is gearing up and preparing for it, and I think it was the Air Force or something pretty much said, literally, in a tweet or some kind of response, I think it was a tweet, they pretty much said, don't test us, we'll blow you all, all the hell up. And not so many words, but we will defend, you know, uh, uh, our installation from anybody who tries to enter it. So, I really don't think... <clears throat> Hardly anybody took it serious, but you know, as we all do with the internet and with the country we live in, there's a lot of people who took it real serious and probably still are. Today is um, August 22nd, so we have just under a month before the scheduled 
raid was supposed to happen, September 20th. So we've still got a month to see. Uh, since then, the uh, Facebook event has been taken down. and it got taken down by uh, Facebook uh, because of people violating community standards and all of that stuff. Because there was some ridiculous crap going on. People were saying some of the stupidest shit. You know how toxic the internet can be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that blew up. Since then, uh, now we're, we're dealing with uh, 30 to 50 feral hogs, which isn't near as big as the, um, the Area 51 raid. It, it is still pretty big and pretty funny. I still see it a lot, people talking about it. But it's also not as serious of a thing as actually, people actually going to a place to get into a government facility. Mm-hmm. So what would be your thoughts on if, let's say, two or 3,000 people actually showed up and tried to get into the base, how bad do you think this could end? Well, um, personally, I don't really think that, I think that the whole idea has sort of died out, and I'm not really hearing people talking about it anymore. I'm sure there's still some people who are like, Die hard, still oh, yeah. like serious about it, but I mean, as close as it is to the supposed event, like I'm not. It's just the talk about it has really quieted. Like I haven't heard anything. So you don't think anybody is leaving? I up? don't really. I think there might be like some people might still show up, but I, I really don't. I think probably the you majority of people have already moved on to something else. You think they'll be dissuaded from a trying to enter the base before they even really get close enough to I don't, do anything stupid enough to get themselves hurt? I don't think any. I don't think that. I mean, I think there yet yeah, there are people who were serious um, and maybe still are, but I think the majority of people just kind of got on the bandwagon and like were just like, yeah, let's go do this without any actual real intention of doing it. Yeah, yeah, I felt that way too, like, because there were so many people who were saying, nope, I'm just here for the memes and I can't wait to watch all you dumbasses get shot or something but like that, you know. But so. let, let's say, though, that people actually do show up and do actually try to raid the Area 51. The military is allowed to use, you know, lethal force if necessary. Yeah, I, I think um, so. It, but I think they would sure. probably try to use other methods first, like tear gas or or something. Um, I think they would probably try to use non-lethal force first. But um, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure but if it comes down to it, I mean, they can use lethal force if they if necessary. And if, and if that right, happened, yeah. I don't, I honestly don't think that we they would stand a chance, especially since I, I still don't think that even a quarter of the people are going to show up well, and said they were going to. a quarter of two, two to three million people. Well, yeah, but still, I, I, I don't think that even, <laughs> I, I seriously think that maybe at the most a few hundred people might show up. Yeah, yeah, for the serious, like, I want to get into the base kind of thing. Yeah. I think maybe there's probably going to be one to two hundred people who really are just won't change their mind and go do something stupid and get themselves hurt. Luckily... The, the tear gas and stuff that the military uses is some serious shit, and it will make you rethink your life immediately. Oh, yeah. And rubber bullets change oh. your mind real fast. Yeah. Plus, I really think that they're probably going to have 
a couple of you know vehicles with guys all geared up outside at certain areas of the base or even far away from the base because they own the land way away from the actual base they might have some dudes posted up on humvees with 50 cows that'll change your mind real quick you know just seeing that kind of firepower and you being some dude who thinks he's gonna naruto run to, you gotta know reality reality is check I, is gonna yeah. kick in and you're not gonna do i that. honestly think that there uh, that it was meant to be a, a joke a joke oh, absolutely. but i, I mean of course you know that there's still gonna be people who take uh, will take a joke like that seriously yeah and try to actually do yeah it, to actually <laughs> do so um i actually know someone personally who is going to be in nevada on the 20th still yeah yes absolutely so one of the other things that's come out of this is there's been so much talk about turning it into now a festival slash protest festival and or a music festival so i think that will be an interesting idea if they actually turn it into a music festival somewhere around the base or in that area i think that would be really cool as long as we don't get people who get hyped up on on a bunch of mdma or get totally drunk and try to raid the base from the festival but I guess we could figure all that out. But if it turns into a big music festival, I do hope it at least ends up being a good music festival. I Like I said, I doubt that anyone, like, I mean, people might show up, but when they see that, hey, only like a few hundred of us showed up, maybe yeah, we should uh, rethink this, they probably just wind up partying and getting drunk and just doing nothing. Yeah, especially if they set up a music festival, everybody's going to want to hang out to see the next coolest band and yeah. drink, you know, $14 White Claws. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. So, since we're still talking about Area 51, we'll drop down to the next one. Do you think aliens exist at all? Like anywhere in the universe? Do you think it's possible or very plausible that aliens actually exist? Um, I think it, it's kind of small-minded and arrogant to think that we are the only living creatures mm -hmm. in the whole universe. Maybe possibly in our, in our solar system. Oh, definitely but, in our solar system. I mean, it's possible that uh, aliens could travel. Travel uh, their their means of traveling is much more advanced than ours, and they could traverse multiple universes, like you know, um, or solar systems, um, whereas we can't. But I mean, honestly, I I guess it just depends on how much longer they you know like the this life has existed before us or if um we are the oldest or if like I, I i don't think that and i mean i don't know i don't really think that necessarily there are civilizations of living beings necessarily older than us because i mean yeah the universe is pretty old was like 13.6 yeah. billion years old yeah so the possibility that life has arisen in other places is quite probable. Um, yeah. I forget. I'll have to look it up now, and I'll put the link in the description of the uh, formula for figuring out if there is uh, other life on the in the universe. But it's basically a game of numbers. So if you really just look at how many stars there are, how many galaxies there are, you know, and how many stars there are in each galaxy, it's almost an impossibility to say that something hasn't happened somewhere now has it literally just been uh, a bacterial growth that then died out for some reason or another from a meteor strike or something 
Has it gotten as far as dinosaurs, but then hasn't spawned intelligent life? Did right. it turn into an intelligent civilization like ours that nuked itself to death? Or did they literally have all that time to become spacefaring civilization and get all out there and then just simply ran their course for some reason or another, died out? You know, and to think that they might stumble across this little rock around this little sun, which are both very average. There's nothing so special about our solar system at all, really. To think that they would stumble across us is like, you know, two ants in the Mojave Desert crossing each other's paths from different sides of the desert. It's so huge and vast that the possibility that they exist, they just haven't found us yet. Which also could lead to the possibility that they did find us, but they're excluding us for some reason or protecting us. You know, because there's that whole thing, that, that idea from uh, Star Trek. They don't interfere with uh, uh, species or, or whatever you find that can't space travel because you don't want to contaminate and stuff like that. So I, for one, think that they do exist. Whether they've visited our planet or not, I'm not real sure. But there is has been so many UFO sightings, and there's so much about it. This is its own lore and its own basic mythology almost. To me, it boils down to, I think that something's occurred on Earth with extraterrestrials, but I don't know exactly what because it's so hard to pin down actual facts. I wasn't there. I haven't seen the reports. But there is a YouTube video. If I can find it, I'll put the link in the description. I remember a, long, a while back, I saw it. It's a long time ago. It's oh, seven or nine, uh, something like that, um, airline pilots and ex-military pilots and stuff like that. I think even some ground control people who literally sat down and said a lot of them were ex-military. And they pretty much sat down. They, they got a big conference room at a hotel and pretty much said, here's what we know. We've seen this. This has happened. We've seen the UFOs in our planes and this and that. And so there are people out there who are qualified, smart people, aviators, military people, who are claiming they have seen aliens and they know they're out there. So I find it kind of hard to argue with them. I've just never, you know, uh, had the chance to really get my hands on any of that evidence. So if we both kind of agree that there's at least a really high possibility that aliens exist, which also means there's a pretty decent chance that they may have visited our planet. There was a theory from one of the, you know, uh, conspiracy theorist people, which I don't think this is that could be that far-fetched, that almost all of modern technology, especially computer technology and, and circuitry, was learned from the Roswell spacecraft crash and maybe some others after it because they claim that our technology just exploded after that and and really started getting really good because we got our, our hands on this spacecraft and were able to study it and figure out how they made it so do you think that if we ended up with an alien spacecraft that we could actually even figure out how some of it works honestly it's hard to say you can't even assume that they would be humanoid creatures no this is true yeah, like absolutely. uh or intelligent like um like, as in, like, has free will and, like, free thought, like, you know, like us. Well, yeah, like, but you know if I mean? they built a spacecraft, then they have to Well, be, I mean, if... We're going off of if this happened, 
Right. Okay, well... Do you think we would even be smart enough to figure out a spaceship that got from some other planet, from some other star, light years away to here? Would we even be able to figure that out? Are we even smart enough to figure that out? Or would it be going like going back and giving a caveman an iPhone? They wouldn't. They would try to use it to chip rocks. Well, if they're much more technologically advanced than us, then yeah, that's probably what it would be like. But if it was, if they were maybe a similar advancement level, to just us, a, just a little bit further, yeah, you know, where yeah. they could do those kinds. Then of maybe problems. we could, um, yeah, figure it yeah. out. Because there, there is a, a thing right now that I, I've seen a while back, and I'll try to remember it and put a link in the um, description of that, too. The, uh, basically, the warp drive that NASA's working on. They're working on some kind of drive or supposedly working on some kind of uh, interstellar drive, basically. And right now, it, they, they like, it'll help you get to like Jupiter and stuff in like a matter of hours instead of years because it's supposed to actually fold space a little bit. It bends the space to allow us to travel faster. So if we're smart enough to at least hypothesize and do the maths involved with things like that, we probably could figure out. Well, the idea of aliens existing, uh, that topic, I have also had the thought of, uh, you know, the way that we have evolved as humans on this planet and how life has evolved on this planet. Uh, first of all, a planet for it to sustain life has to have pretty much the perfect conditions. Yeah, yeah, it's really rare. Yeah, and so if you think about it, then I guess the same would go for any other type of planet as well in any other solar system. Or maybe in other solar systems, it wouldn't require the same combination of things. This is, yeah, well, there is, and there's some really smart scientists out there who can just look at the star and analyze the light coming from the star and tell you what kind of planet is around it and where it's at, the size of the orbit. And so they're looking for Earth-like planets, and they're actually able to discern quite a bit of information about these planets. So that's pretty cool. There is a couple of species on Earth of very small, I think they're bacteria and stuff, and I think there might be some little tiny shrimp-like things that actually aren't... Uh, wholly carbon based they right. don't they don't breathe oxygen the way almost everything else does and they they live near the volcanic vents at the bottom of the ocean and things like that and they're very unique so that that in itself is proof that you don't need a, a oxygen rich planet but you still do need some of the you know the basic building blocks to build some sort of life now what could life on a planet like that turn into an intelligent enough to become right well I mean on another technologically planet advanced. the way that that life evolves on other planets may have gone in completely different directions than what life on our planet like what direction our you know life on our planet yeah, went yeah, yeah. you know so maybe so, it didn't even give rise to a consciousness yeah, maybe they're maybe. just maybe it's absolutely thriving I mean, yeah I don't but really, there aren't any uh, sentient Tool using well, there could industrial, be, but, but maybe they haven't gotten industrial or just never went industrial. Yeah. I mean, know? I think there could be, you know, and but I think there also could be planets that has just like what we would call like, you know, non-humanoid, non-sentient, um, yeah, just a bunch of life. different types of animals. I mean, even technically, know? life on other planets, like 
aliens or whatever could be like just some sort of microorganisms on yeah. you know yeah. that scientists have found on Mars or on the moon or something like that. That's one of the big ideas in how life started here, and it's one of the big ideas that, that helps people uh, maybe understand how life spreads in the universe, if there is other life out there. It's called the panspermia, and it has to deal with, like, life started somewhere, and then a giant meteor uh, struck the planet, or maybe even the sun exploded. Who knows? Something happened, and it knocked p parts of that planet away, out into the space. And it just floated through space for who knows how long before it fell on some other planet. But these bacteria were able to survive that trip. Mm -hmm. And then they started new life on a new planet. So if it was like a huge meteor strike that knocked dirt in, you know, millions of different directions, then, it, you know, there's billions and billions of organisms on millions and millions of rocks flying in a just scattered pattern throughout the universe. So wherever they land, they start growing, you know, possibly. Yeah. And the kind of life that exists... Maybe another on other planets, other uh, solar systems. Uh, I mean, honestly, the possibilities are endless. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. I, I think mean, it would be so there cool. are some. There could be living organisms out there that we couldn't even fathom. That we oh, couldn't yeah, even yeah. comprehend. There was a really cool thing on. Oh, I think it was on Sci-Fi or something a while back, a long time ago. This was years ago. That was explored that, and they had designed some of the weirdest looking creatures. It was really cool. I'll see if I can find that, too. Yeah. But that will probably be hard to find because we're talking like 15, 20 years ago on sci-fi, back when they actually kind of dealt with sci-fi stuff. Yeah. Know? Back when MTV used to play music that long ago. But I, have to, <laughs> so. I do have to say I do think it's interesting how many people have supposedly seen aliens and how a lot of the times they are described a certain way, like gray ones or like long, slender Big heads, like big eyes. Yeah, well, then, you know, see, like, that's one that, of the reasons I feel like I tend to lean more toward aliens actually existing. Because very early on, and I don't know exactly when, but I, I remember seeing something, one of the shows, and this was before the Aliens guy, where they were talking about uh, alien abduction stories and how people separated by entire continents or many states apart told the same story and described the same aliens before that description was ever made public. Mm -hmm. So if that wasn't real, then how did two people or multiple people even describe the same alien encounter in almost the same style, giving an almost exact description of the aliens involved without communicating with each other? And this was, man, way back in the, like, 50s and 60s, I think it was, or maybe even early 70s, and so that kind of really lends a little bit of credibility to it, you know, the whole idea of, well, their stories match up, they've never communicated with each other, this was long before Facebook and the internet, so they didn't tweet right. out what this thing looked like. Well, you know? if that's the case, then, like, if, say, pe people really are seeing the same thing, seeing these Aliens or whatever. I mean, first of all, who's to say that they're aliens is what people are seeing. Maybe it's um, um could be even some sort of supernatural thing. Maybe a type of, I mean, ghost or something. Like, um, I was watching this one show uh, where this uh, 
medium chick, supposedly, was a medium. She uh, said that there's a type of entity that is described sort of that way. And that yeah. a lot of people think that they're aliens, but they're actually... That's an interesting take. That's the first time I ever heard anything about that. Yeah. But ever since I saw that episode, I I was... It made me start to wonder. I was like, hmm, maybe... I wonder if that's what people are seeing. That's an interesting take, and that draws us into something that wasn't even on the notes. Right. The supernatural. Yeah. The spiritual world. Uh, the ideas of yeah. ghosts and hauntings. And I don't really know if I believe in ghosts, but I definitely think there's something to the phenomenon because there's so many accounts so yeah. so and many people have claimed to have experienced or seen something supernatural you and know? there are a lot of recordings um they might be crappy right. but there's still a lot of recordings before the era of photoshop right that kind of helps support the idea that something happened we might not be able to narrow down what it is but something definitely happened um, I thought you were going toward the, uh, well, they might not even be aliens. They might just be humans that came back in time or somehow ended up, you know, something or other. But that, you know, the spirit, uh, spiritual aspect of it is, is a pretty well, good Well, and it could well. be um, humans going back in time, too. That, that's another possibility. Well, yeah, and one of, my, one of the thoughts, my big time thoughts Time travel, is, I think, is something that could happen one day. Well, the interesting thing is that if... Supposedly, we're designing this ship that, that I was telling you about. NASA's working on this this uh, drive that can go as fast or faster than light because it actually bends space. So it kind of breaks one of the rules, but it doesn't actually break it. It just bends it, you know. One of the theories that Einstein has is if you left Earth and you went at light speed for one year and then you turned around and you came back at light speed for one year, you would have only aged two years. But everybody on Earth would have aged, it's like four years or something. They would age double the amount because the faster you get toward the speed of light, the slower time goes for you and you only. Now, I have so many thoughts on this about what about the third observer, you know? Because if you're standing off at the angle and you're watching Earth and you're watching the spaceship fly away at light speed for a year and then you see it turn around for a year, you can count on, on each hand. You can have two stopwatches. And they'll both still read the same. So is time independent regardless of Einstein's theory? And people are going to say, well, it's Einstein's theory. It's solid. It's rock solid. It's perfect. But remember, there was a time when, when, when Newtonian physics was the law. You can't break it. There were scientists, physicists, who wrote papers that said the Wright brothers could never fly. People won't fly. Your, your plane won't work. Here's my physics proof. So I honestly think, really, that at some point in the future, whether we're still alive to see it or not, that someone is going to break E equals MC squared. They're going to break the rules somehow. Well, haven't, there's haven't they, that we don't know. Haven't uh, people already um, disproven some of uh, no. Einstein's theories? No, not that I know of. You know what? I'll do some research on that, and I'll bring that up next episode. Maybe we can open on that, yeah, and we can start with that. Or maybe I'll just make a supplemental episode talking about that because I have looked into that kind of stuff. And, of course, that mainly, when you start talking about that, you really jump into the free energy thing and over unity and how it breaks all the, the laws because you can't be above 100% efficient. If you build a machine... That, that uses 100 watts, you're not going to get 101 watts out of it, you know. So 
that that breaks those laws and there are people who claim to have those machines all over the place there's YouTube videos which of course I don't have a YouTube doctorate on over unity but yes I find it very interesting because even a plumber from New York beat Stephen Hawking's in the black hole game um, Stephen Hawking said that no information can escape a black hole and a plumber a plumber from New York proved him wrong and Stephen Hawking's bought him a beer or a six-pack of beer or something like that basically the way it works is is uh, entangled pairs because uh, in the quantum world things can literally come into existence and drop out of existence but this doesn't break uh, the law of, of creation or destruction of matter because it's just converting somehow like that but when they come into existence they're an entangled pair and if one of them gets too close to a black hole and gets sucked in but the other one doesn't you still have the information on the other one because they're entangled and so that means that a piece of information actually escaped a black hole and he proved this mathematically somehow I'll look into that too and put that in so yeah a plumber from New York beat Stephen Hawking's so that's why I'm like you know at some point uh, in the future, we're going to prove Einstein wrong, and we're yeah. going to speak highly of him because the man was a genius, obviously. Just like we do about, about Newton. Newton really knew his stuff for the time. Right. But we outgrew it because we learned new stuff. Right. So as we move on and learn new stuff, we're going to look back at Einstein and go, man, he did really good, but we learned this new stuff. Maybe it could even be because of some new experiment with the Hadron Collider, which uh, Einstein would have... Uh, I mean, I think they were, I don't know when the first uh, particle accelerator was made, but I don't think Einstein could have imagined that it would be as big a deal as it is now in yeah. discovering such so many new subatomic and, and, and uh, uh, not even just subatomic, but uh, quantum physical particles and stuff like that. So I really think that, that we have a lot to learn, obviously, we don't know everything about the universe. We have so much to learn. Oh, yeah, we do, actually. I mean, really, all we know, all we really can know about the universe is what's in our solar system because we don't have a way yet to explore or uh, do research on well, I mean, other we have our telescopes. solar systems. We have our telescopes and our radio telescopes and stuff. And one of the interesting things that I, I think is... If Pondering could. the size of the universe, everybody says the universe is 13.1 billion light years across. Now, the reason this is, and it's called the observable universe, the reason it's 13.1 billion light years across is because it's 13.1 billion years old. So what this means is that when the universe is 14 billion years old, it's going to be 14 billion light years across. The problem with that is the universe, as far as we could tell, is infinite. The only reason that we say it's that far across is because that's as far as light could have traveled in the existence of the universe itself. So we're like a bubble in the ocean. And the only thing we know is inside that bubble. That's our observable universe. But that bubble is growing in size. In the ocean, it'll grow in size as it gets closer to the top of the ocean. There's less pressure, so the bubble will get bigger. And, like, the, supposedly the universe is not infinite, right? 
Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think it is. You think it is? I think it is absolutely infinite because it, as far as we can tell, it's only been around for 13 billion years, and we say the edge of the universe. But they looked at a complete black spot in the sky with the Hubble telescope. They focused on it for like, I think it was like four months. It was some ridiculous time, but it was black. There were no stars there. And the image they got back out of that exposure was like 4 million, 400 million galaxies or 400,000. I, I got the numbers all wrong. I'll, I'll correct that. But there was literally, I think it was millions of galaxies in that picture in a complete black dot. And they say that they looked about 13 billion years back. The reason that's all they could see, because when those suns lit up, which was basically speaking very shortly after the, the flying, quotes here, Big Bang, the light began to travel from them immediately. When, they, when those suns came into existence, therefore, it's 13.1 billion light years away is the farthest we can see. Also, so that, another thought that means I've had. that there's something that exists beyond it. We just can't see it because the light hasn't even had time to get to us yet. But it's there. Also, another thing I've thought about is uh, how much time it takes to just even traverse our God, solar yes. system. Yeah. Right. It takes years, right? And so if you think about it, like if there's other life out there in other solar systems traveling to our universe to visit our planet, like people uh, say. Our galaxy. Right. Yeah. Well, our planet, because people say they've seen aliens, yeah. right? And as far as we know... There's no planet or solar system that could um, support life. So support, it has to come at from least outside. not support that kind and, of life. Yeah. So it had to have come outside our solar system right. at least. But it's so, probably definitely inside our galaxy. Because there's billions upon billions upon billions of stars in our galaxy. So if we're going to get a visitor, it's probably going to be from our galaxy. Yeah. Because the next galaxies are hundreds of millions of light years away. Right. Because no, by the time they would... I would presume that no intelligent life form capable of space travel would slow boat it here right not even at the speed of light because when you look at the size of the universe the fastest thing in the universe is light that is the speed limit it's terribly slow it is so slow it, it's it's like hitchhiking it's, it's horror bad don't do it don't go light speed go faster so my prediction would be that if they did they used some other means they either we're either going to have to find some way to use dimensional travel because most um, quantum physicists presume that there are at least 11 dimensions. So we're going to have to take advantage of one of those to travel by going into that dimension and popping out but not really traveling that far. But we pop out really far away from where we went in, wormholes basically. Yeah. Or faster than light travel some way of faster than light travel, which is what uh, NASA is supposed to be working on, that one, that, that drive, the hyperdrive, um, supposed to fold space. So it literally bends space. So if you traveled 100 feet, you actually traveled 400 feet. Once you turn the engine off and unfold the space, you've moved 400 feet. Like the old thing about if you draw a line on a piece of paper, put an ant on one end, it takes him you know, a minute to walk across the paper. But if you fold the paper in half, he can take two steps and be all the way on the other side once you unfold the paper. So that's kind of what this thing is supposed to do. So I presume it's going to be something like that. It, it's going to be some kind of interdimensional or space warping type of technology. So it could literally take them, you know, a couple of minutes 
to travel from an entire other solar system on the other side of our galaxy to here and back home I presume also that it would take tremendous amounts of energy to do so right and something like that might not be understood enough by us yet but maybe some of the the pieces of the circuit that ran all of that is what helped us back to my point about help boost our technology the understanding of uh, microcircuitry and uh, God I'm forgetting the name of it now transistors I think it is micron sized transistors and all of that because there's millions and millions of them in a CPU and before a certain era we couldn't even begin to make anything like that a computer took up an entire room the size of a house now you've got an extremely powerful computer in your pocket and so people think that part of it came from you know figuring out that alien technology now you also have your far fringe groups who think that the earth is has been taken over like that movie they live and the lizard people run the whole place and you can find all kinds of videos on YouTube about yeah. the lizard people and oh look at the eyes trust me it's easily debunked it's the shutter lag and but the eye moves faster than the shutter can pick up so it makes the eye look weird when it twitches real fast stuff like that but I still don't think that it would be too far-fetched that they might have something in a bunker in some place like Area 51. Well, or like some you think somewhere. that maybe the government and these aliens might even be not necessarily working together, but they're like have a an agreement or some sort of. Um, well, if there is any agreement between us and an alien race with enough technology to travel to our planet from light years away, mainly the agreement is please don't squish us. Yeah. We'll do whatever you ask. It's probably the agreement, you know, yeah, you know, because honestly, what are we gonna do? If you really look at movies like, uh, which was a really great movie, well, just, Battle for Los Angeles, or any alien why invasion such a, movie, why so much secrecy though? Why, why keep it such a secret? That is a good question, and there are a few answers, and it's really hard to to pin it down. For me, it's hard to pin it down because. Do you think that maybe it's because they, uh, that our our leaders in our country might be afraid of other leaders in other countries uh, realizing that we might have advanced it, technology? It could be a thing about technology, not wanting to, because then if you say, yeah, we have, we have them, alien technology yeah, over here. Then share, share what you know yeah. between governments. Right. Well, hell no, because one of them is a freaking destructo beam that is awesome, you know. Right. So we don't want you all to have that, so they would keep it secret even to the point to where these days almost everybody believes aliens exist in some yeah. form or another. Like, but do you the think government that, still hasn't come out and admitted it. Yeah, do you think that, I mean, maybe... Because if they admitted it, then they would have to tell how they knew, okay, right. well, because this event happened. Exactly. Well, how, how did that prove yeah. aliens? Because we found the spacecraft. Well, let us take a look at it to prove it. Right. Because then you've so, got to prove it. And then in the proof, we'll yeah. let the whole, pot, you know, the whole uh, cat out of the bag. Right. And then he runs around on the bed and ruins your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, so what do you think realistically, you know, seriously? Like, what do you think, No, what do you think is actually in Area 51? What do I think is in Area 51? 99% just training munitions, training planes, things like that. It's a test base for testing new aircraft because it is in the middle of freaking nowhere. So if they put a new kind of wing on an airplane or... 
update the computer. They put some crazy dude in there in an orange suit and say, fly it. If it falls out of the sky, try to eject. Okay, so it's maybe not quite that bad. But they literally, they test fly all kinds of new designs. They've even done things from what I've heard. They've literally taken a, um, a come along and ripped the tail fins off of airplanes and then said, fly it. So they, do you they think do stuff like that? So if it crashes, they're in the middle of the desert. It's not going to hurt anybody. So you but don't. It's a huge base in the middle of nowhere. Right. So there could be a lot of stuff underground because it's not unheard of for there to be some really secret spaces on a base that's just got normal shit going on too. You know, it's not right. a whole. This entire thing is locked down. You know, category fifteen top secret. No, no shit. No, we got Bob and Joe over there filling up cargo airplanes that just stopped in to get gas. They don't have any clearance at all, but they don't know what goes on in Building 10 and Building 17. They've only got clearance for Building 13. You know, yeah. So that happens all the time. So do you think then so, – so are you saying that you don't think that they have alien technology? I think they might have some, but the literal story tells us the facts that we know is that there was a lot of stuff moved to Wright-Patterson Air Force Base right after the Roswell incident, and since then – a lot of the other, oh my gosh, they got alien aircraft there. They have seen things getting moved under wraps on trailers that looked really funny shaped to Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. So Wright-Patterson Air Force Base could be the lab lab, and Area 51 could be the warehouse storage area for all the, the gadgets that they just haven't had time to study yet. Or, they, I mean, if they actually have alien bodies, maybe they do have them on ice at... <laughs> It could be a warehouse 13 for uh, yeah. alien technology. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so the, back to your idea of, of why haven't they come out about it. At the time when Roswell happened, it actually kind of blew up for the era with, of, with no social media. Yeah. It became really big really fast. The bigger newspapers picked it up, and, and it became the talk of the town. And at the time, back then, if you told people that aliens actually existed – half the world, the world would not be the same as it is right now. Because people would have freaked the hell out. They wouldn't know what to do about it. They, because they, they probably, you know, they're still not too far away from uh, World of Worlds radio show that actually scared people into thinking aliens were actually attacking. You know? So, um, partly that. Also, partly, if a government, especially the U.S. government, came out one day and just said, the president comes out and says, full disclosure time. An alien spacecraft crashed in Roswell back then, and, and we've had a few others since then. We've had contact. We haven't had any real communication, but we've had contact. Or maybe even he says, we have communicated with aliens, da-da-da-da. What's that going to do to organized religion? Because even though most people these days believe in aliens, organized religion would get flipped upside down. What's that going to do? So I think yeah, what's your, be, what's your Bible say about aliens? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what's that going to do to all of those people? What's that going to do to the Catholic Church? You know, Is Vatican City just going to close its gates and say we're done? No, but it is going to cause one hell of an uproar. Well, so that yeah. could be another big reason to keep it secret. Well, and also, um, yeah, because, uh, I mean, governments and ruling leaders or whatever, it's actually not in their best interest to 
demolish religion because yeah. it is the perfect tool to control the masses. Yes, yes it is. So, in fact, is, it was probably cre- I mean, created as for a the, form of control yeah. back in the day. That's going to be a whole other podcast topic, religion. <laughs> oh, I would love and to And that's going to be yeah. a whole podcast. So far, we've gone 46 minute, uh, minutes. I was only going to do a 30-minute episode, yeah. but I think 45, 46 minutes ought to be good. I think we touched on a lot of really neat topics. So basically, if there's something that you heard that you really want to talk about, hit us up at Piece of Chat on Twitter or email us at, at peaceofchat at gmail.com and ask whatever you want to ask. Maybe uh, it could be a question or a topic in our next episode. And uh, if you want us to, we'll mention your name that you asked your question and uh, we'll go from there, see what happens. We also have a Patreon, piece of chat at Patreon. If you like the show, you want to help us keep being able to create it, drop a buck in the hat. Thanks a lot. We'll see you next time.